Greetings and felicitations, lovelies. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast, where we delight in deliciously naughty tales of all things sensual, supernatural, and fantastic. My name is Virginia Waits, and I would like to welcome you to my parlour. This week, we have werewolves, although not the werewolves of the manor, which will be back for season two in November. Kai is human, but he runs with wolves and has rare episodes of uncontrollable magic that occasionally save him from incidents that could be detrimental to his continued living. He very much is not expecting to be kidnapped or locked up with a drugged and dangerous werewolf, Elliot. This week's tale was supposed to be a simple short story, but the muses spoke, and we writers are slaves to our muses, so it became a novelette to find out all the interesting things that happened between Kai and Elliot subsequent to their sensual naughtiness in this podcast. Grab your own copy of the ebook. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com, or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. Welcome to Machinations, Werewolves, Magic and Mates. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Kai needed to get laid, as in really badly. Running with wolves was bad enough being a weak and non-indestructible human, even if he did have very rare, random flashes of magic. But the fact said werewolves were all paired off and not shy about sharing it was driving him insane. Coming up to the full moon, they really didn't give a shit who saw what either. Sometimes he loved his friends. Sometimes he wanted to kill them. He was nearly twenty, had no significant other, was apparently having a bisexual awakening, and he really, really needed some action. Luckily, he knew where to get it. He had five sachets of lube in one pocket, and a whole handful of condoms in the other, so he was prepared for anything rave the only gay club in the area had to offer. Well, except someone grabbing him from behind and smothering his face with a really odd-smelling cloth, he struggled for less than ten seconds before blackness engulfed him. He woke up feeling very groggy and slightly sick with a horrible taste in his mouth, There was an unopened bottle of water in front of his nose, which he opened and downed several gulps in case anyone decided to take it away. 
Only then did he register his surroundings. The room was about ten feet square, had one light, a concrete floor, no furniture, and what looked like a reinforced door. It also had another person in it, curled into the far corner. Um, hello? Kai asked carefully. Are you alive? There was blood on the floor near the hunched man, but a grunt came back. That settled, Kai did a quick check. Whoever had grabbed him had taken his phone and the silver-plated knife he kept strapped to his shin, but he still had his wallet and everything else from his pockets. Whoever had grabbed him had clearly only been interested in making sure he couldn't escape, and he tried not to think too hard as to why he might have been kidnapped in the first place. Standing up, he walked to the door, just in case. But it was indeed locked tight. That just left his companion. Hi again, he said, approaching the curled figure carefully. Do you know why we're in here? He went barreling backwards when glowing silver eyes snapped onto him like prey. His brain was so busy going, Oh shit, werewolf full moon, that it took him a few seconds to realise those eyes were familiar. Elliot? he asked, and his fear began to dissipate. He moved forward again quickly, even though a voice at the back of his mind was pointing out that Elliot looked on the edge of his control. Werewolves were not the fabled vicious beasts at full moon, but they were more volatile than usual, and tended to go somewhere they could let off steam. A locked room definitely wasn't the right sort of place. Oh my God, what did they do to you? Now that he was looking, there was more blood than he'd noticed before, but Elliot's body was hiding where it had fallen. He traced it back with his eyes, looking for obvious wounds, which was when he realised the blood was coming from Elliot's arm and it was being caused by Elliot's own claws. "'What are you doing?' he asked, reaching forward, but Elliot pulled his arm away before he could touch. "'Poisoned,' Elliot growled out. "'The people who grabbed me?' "'Another pack,' Elliot said. "'And they've poisoned you.' Elliot nodded. Why the arm? Trying, trying to keep control. The poison is wrecking your zen, he checked. Elliot nodded again. Want me feral? Elliot's voice was more of a growl, but he forced out the words. Instinct. Hunt, kill you. They... Then they can kill me, draw out Sarah, pack war. Kai saw Elliot dig his claws into his arm further and grunt in pain, fighting for stability. They were in real trouble. So, I'm Piggy in the middle, a reason to kill you and something to make Sarah mad, 
he said, compartmentalizing the information rather than letting himself think about it too hard. Is there any chance you might be able to hold on? he asked hopefully. Moon, Elliot said, shaking his head, getting worse. There went any plan of waiting it out. Kai looked around the room for anything that might help, but it was as empty as it had been the first time he looked. When Elliot finally lost it, there would be him and one insane werewolf and absolutely nothing else. He considered screaming for help, but if the invaders had been good enough to plan this, he was pretty sure it would be a waste of time. It would have been a really good time for his inexplicable but occasionally useful magic to kick in, but he felt absolutely nothing. When it had come to his aid before, it had been more of an immediate, stop-death kind of thing. There was the possibility it might save him at the last moment again, but then again it might not. The edges of panic flickered at his mind, but he pushed them away. He might be afraid of feral werewolves, but he wasn't afraid of Elliot. Quite the opposite, in fact, given his dreams lately. And there he had managed to break his own rule. He had figured if he didn't name Elliot as his dream man, he didn't have to admit he was having sexual fantasies about someone totally unobtainable. If only he had been able to have sex, he might have been able to take the edge off, because instincts and hormones were a heady mix. That thought brought his brain to a stuttering halt, and he put his hand in his pocket. The sachets crackled under his fingers, and his thoughts started spinning again at a hundred miles an hour. He had an idea. It was a crazy idea, but crazy seemed to be all they had left. Elliot, he said, putting his hand on Elliot's arm. The werewolf looked up at him, eyes still glowing silver, and features beginning to shift. I know the hunting instinct is strong, he said. But what if we could replace it with another one? Elliot frowned, so Kai pulled out one of the sachets of lube. For a moment, Elliot looked scandalized, which was hilarious given the situation. Look, I know you're straight, but sex is sex, right? And if we can get you interested in me before you lose it... Would sex replace maim and kill? Hurt you, Elliot said, not sounding overly coherent. Yeah, well, you're probably going to kill me if we don't do something, so will this work? Yes or no? Elliot stared at the lube in his hand. Might, was the eventual response. Kai's heart decided to speed up at that, because it made it real. From abstract, it went to distinct possibility, and his stomach rolled and his dick twitched in apparently opposite assessments of the situation. Okay, he said, trying to think. Do I need to try and hide I'm male? Is that a passion killer? 
He decided if he thought about it logically, maybe his brain wouldn't disappear in a puff of hormones, and he might make it through the night alive. Bye, was what Elliot said, and totally didn't help. Oh, cool, he said. Me too. But then that was probably obvious, given I'm carrying a fuckton of lube in my pocket. Elliot actually managed an eyebrow raise. Right, Kai said, dragging his brain back on course. We need to get your dick focused on me. Naked would help, right? He pulled at his shirt, hands shaking with nerves, but Elliot's hand shot out, catching his wrist in bloody digits. Won't need much, Elliot said, looking him in the eye. Oh, he replied, because it's me or because you're losing it? Anyone else wouldn't have asked, but Kai and his mouth were not always in complete agreement with what came out of it. For a few seconds Elliot did not reply, and Kai could feel the embarrassment creeping up his neck and into his face. You, Elliot eventually growled. Really? was probably totally inappropriate as well, but he couldn't help it. Um, me too, if it helps. You in some really wild dreams is how I kind of figured out I wasn't completely straight. Elliot looked surprised again. Yeah, who knew, eh? Kai commented. Of course, the model bod and ass like a god probably helped. The confusion on Elliot's face was adorable, which wasn't really something Kai had ever thought to put together with a half-turned werewolf. Okay, he decided. Then we're on the same page. Now, I totally had plans to lose my gay virginity tonight, and it looks like I'm getting my wish, but I'd really like to start proceedings before you totally lose it, because, yeah, virgin ass. Elliot let go of his wrist, and he finished pulling off his shirt feeling just a little more confident. He'd been on the internet and he prepared for all options for the evening, so he was ready. Of course, he hadn't thought his partner in crime would be a werewolf. Elliot, you need to get naked, he said as he dumped out the contents of his pockets and started on opening his jeans. Elliot just stared at him. The intensity of Elliot's gaze was unsettling, but Kai decided to run with it. If Elliot's wolf was interested in fucking instead of hunting, he was in with a chance, and Elliot definitely looked focused. Feeling all sorts of nervous, Kai stood up, kicked off his shoes and then shucked out of his jeans, leaving him only in his boxer briefs. Your turn, he said, but Elliot was still just looking at him. He wasn't quite sure what to do, so he knelt down again and tentatively reached towards Elliot. Off, he said, pulling at Elliot's ruined T-shirt. Ripping it in half wasn't quite what Kai had had in mind, but it did give him a really nice view of Elliot's abs, and a lot of the blood in his brain headed south, so he was good with Elliot's reaction. Pants off too, he said, and I'll get me ready for you. He picked up a sachet of lube and waved it in Elliot's general direction. It wasn't exactly romantic, but at least Elliot wasn't trying to rip his throat out. 
When Elliot finally moved to remove some clothing, Kai threw caution to the wind and slipped his boxers off. If anyone came in now, they'd get an eyeful, but he doubted anyone would be stupid enough to open the door with a rabid werewolf on the premises. Kai was a planner, so he'd researched everything about gay sex. He'd also practiced some parts, putting his fingers where some people would have been horrified had been one of those, and while Elliot stripped, he ripped open the lube with his teeth and put the practice to good use. Gay, lesbian, bi, heterosexual or other, Kai figured anyone who didn't at least try anal stimulation was missing out. His cock reminded him just how good it felt by throbbing mercilessly, as he did his best to make sure Elliot wasn't about to rip him in half. He was on his hands and knees, one arm behind him, and somewhat lost in what he was doing, so he wasn't really ready when Elliot moved up close behind him. He almost jumped out of his skin as clawed fingers settled on his hips. Having pre-prepared in the shower before going out, he wasn't as tense as he could have been, but he definitely wasn't ready yet. Give me a minute, he said, even as his heart fluttered. All he got in return was a growl, and when he looked at Elliot, the werewolf was fully in his wolfman form. However, Elliot didn't immediately leap on him. He worked quickly, using as much lube and as many fingers as he could, as quickly as possible. The sooner they started, the less likely he was to be mauled as well as fucked. His dick was hard, and he chanced a glance round at Elliot, and his heart jumped. Elliot was just as hard as he was, and way bigger than Kai had imagined. Oh shit, he said, and his hands stilled. Elliot seemed to take this as permission to throw them up to the next level. Kai was pretty sure he was in no way ready, but when clawed hands settled on his butt cheeks, spreading them, he had no choice but to brace himself and pray. What he really, really didn't expect was for a tongue to replace his fingers. He grunted and collapsed forward onto his elbows as Elliot's tongue swiped over and then pressed into his ass, and his fear-wilted erection jumped back to full attention in seconds. This was on his list of things he most definitely wanted to try, but he hadn't expected it to end up at number one. The little voice at the back of his head figured he probably should have guessed a werewolf might be a little orally fixated, but most of his brain was occupied with melting. Elliot's tongue was insistent and wet, and Kai forgot just about everything else. The fact that Elliot was rimming him was doing it for him like he actually couldn't believe. He almost forgot they were in a life-or-death situation. Oh my god, he said as Elliot's tongue breached him. He had no idea if Elliot had a preternaturally long tongue, or if werewolves had long tongues. He hadn't noticed if they had, or if he was just feeling more because of reasons, but he had never experienced anything like it in his life. He didn't even care that the concrete was chafing his knees. 
As Elliot worked, Kai felt his body relaxing, and for once his brain did not go in a million directions at once. It was totally, one hundred percent focused on what Elliot was doing. He was so focused that when Elliot finally stopped, he whined in loss. Then he felt Elliot move up behind him, and his brain started functioning again, at least a little. He grabbed the nearest packet of lube, ripped it open and shoved it in Elliot's direction, since he was pretty sure Elliot's tongue would have removed most of the last lot. When Elliot took the sachet, Kai was almost shocked, but it seemed Elliot had at least some brain power left. The lube was cold, but Elliot's cock was hot as it pressed against him, and Kai guessed the next part was going to hurt. He wasn't wrong as Elliot slowly but firmly pushed into him, and his ass opened to accommodate werewolf cock. He swore, but his muscles were relaxed enough that there was no tearing sensation, just being way too full and spread, and the feeling that he would burst, even though he wasn't. Elliot didn't seem interested in stopping. Then, somewhere, Kai couldn't exactly place when, it went from feeling uncomfortable to feeling like something else entirely. He couldn't track down what happened. Maybe his brain flipped, or the endorphins finally kicked in big style, because he wasn't focused on the hurt anymore. What had all of his attention was how open he felt, how vulnerable, and how it was Elliot pushing into him. It was like an epiphany, and he was sure in that instant, if anything so much as brushed his cock, he'd be coming like a freight train. He pushed up on his arms, pushing back, wanting everything he could get. Elliot growled at him then, a firm hand pushing on his back, forcing him back down and claws raked over his skin. But he barely even felt it. It was as if his brain turned inside out, and sense went out the window as he rolled his hips, begging, no, demanding more. He'd had fantasies, so many fantasies, but this was nothing like any of them. When Elliot took the hint and started to move, every brain cell Kai had imploded. It hurt, but it didn't hurt. All Kai could do was whine and moan and take it. He had never even imagined, not remotely guessed what sex would do to his already besieged brain. Elliot was moving in him and against him, and it was the most amazing thing he had ever felt. His cock and balls hung heavy between his legs, moving in time with Elliot's pace, and he wanted to touch, but he knew as soon as he did the first round would be over. The small corner of his mind that was still working knew that he needed Elliot completely fixated on him, or sex might become dinner anyway. So he endured. He started talking, just for something to distract him from the intensity, 
but he had no idea what he was saying. It could have been nonsense for all he remembered, and Elliot didn't seem to care. Then, mid-thrust, Elliot changed angle, and it felt as if every nerve in Kai's body lit up. There was nothing he could do. The new sensation was too much, and he came all over the floor, shaking and quivering and losing what little control he usually had of his body. Not that it stopped Elliot. Elliot just kept going, pulling him up against that strong chest so he didn't completely collapse first face onto the concrete. It would have been a nice thought if Kai had believed Elliot was thinking at all. His orgasm kept going long after the initial loss of control, and soon every touch was into too much territory. It was like parts of him were on fire, as Elliot held him and fucked him and forced together the bits that had flown apart as his brain exploded. At least Elliot slowed the pace, and Kai felt his body simply giving in. Minutes passed as he slowly came back to himself, and Elliot snuffled at his neck. He couldn't quite understand what Elliot was waiting for, but there had to be something. Then he realised his cock was beginning to fill again. Oh God! He mumbled as his body started to respond for a second time. The harder he became, the faster Elliot moved, and now he got it. Elliot had been waiting for him, fucking him through one orgasm and towards the next. He whimpered because he wasn't sure he could take it. As Elliot began to lose his rhythm and tense behind him, he knew what was coming, and part of him was glad. Part of him was afraid what would come after, but his body needed a break or he was going to pass out. There was only so much he could take, and Elliot was pushing him way past anything he had envisioned. That his body was responding without his consent seemed to crave the overload was not something he could do anything about. However, when Elliot thrust into him hard, pulled him very close, gripped his cock and bit down on his shoulder while coming, the pain, the fact Elliot had bullseyed his prostate while grabbing his neglected cock, and the fact he was completely overloaded anyway added up to one thing. He came again, spurting everything he had left over Elliot's hand. Then he felt it, what he had come to recognise as his magic moving through him. It exploded out of him on the wave of his second orgasm, and he unceremoniously passed out. When he came to, Kai found himself lying on his side on the pile of clothes he and Elliot had left on the floor. Elliot was curled up behind him, still in him, holding him like there was never any way Elliot was letting him go. He tried to move, just a little. His ass complained, and Elliot growled at the same time. 
Whatever was going on, Elliot was not getting any smaller, and they were very much still joined together. In fact, as soon as Kai showed he was awake, Elliot began moving again. Just a little, forward and back thrusts. But it was enough to make Kai whine and grab at the arm firmly around his waist. As he felt himself getting hard again, for the third time, even though he was pretty sure he had nothing left to give, he wondered if he might actually die anyway. Secrets can be such problematic things, can't they? But just occasionally they bear sweet fruits. In my humble opinion, the greatest asset of the human race is our ability to communicate. But where would the romance genre be without a little miscommunication to make things more fun? To find out all the delightful adventures Kai and Elliot have after their first sensual encounter, don't forget to pop over to your favourite ebook retailer and grab a copy of the ebook, or dive into this week's blog post for all the links at virginiawaits.com. The Manor Lucy, and all her mismatched family, will be back on the 10th of November 2020, with new and exciting episodes for season two. It would make me very, very happy if you would please do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss a sensual episode. Thank you. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org